Hey, thanks for listening to the NIL Show, a Campus Inc. production. You can catch us on YouTube, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts, and on a campus near you. If you're out there interested in being a guest or having an NIL store for your campus merch, find us on any social channel or email. Voice for TV, face for radio, That's you, you, you play the cards you're dealt. What's up, everybody? My name is Adam. There's Steven. That's Sean over there. That means this is another episode of the NIL show. We are joined today by Joe Tipton, the one and only Tipton Edits. Uh, I don't know if you've known or seen Joe's stuff around, but uh, Joe is, is legendary. He's the country's leading uh Tipton Edits, creator, creative for the transfer portal. We're going to dive into what that actually means. Joe, what's good? How are you today, man? I'm good, man. Excited to be here. Joining us from uh, Huntsville, Alabama, we learned. Huntsville, which, Alabama. Uh, Central, Central time, time zone. zone. We got to get that out of the way uh, straight away. Joe, tell us a little bit about what you do from, from in your own words. Yeah, so I work for a sports media company called On3. We launched about two and a half years ago. And but I initially just got my start making graphics, making these edits as a hobby. And at first, it was just kind of on my phone. Um, and eventually, it grew to something recruitment based, you know, commitment graphic for whenever a kid wanted to announce to Kentucky. And and of course, with the expansion of the transfer portal, it made the need even more. So um, we expanded into that, and it's uh, been great for business. And I'm very busy from March until basically November. And uh, with high school recruiting, it still exists as well. Um, so it's all been fun. I, I love you're the you're the second person in a row that we've said we've interviewed that's been like, yeah, I started this on my phone, which I think is is awesome, right? Just starting doing graphics, creating stuff on your phone is so cool. Talk, I mean, that's such a niche transfer portal commitment graphics. How, how'd you get started in that? So that's a good question. It, like when I first started making graphics was probably back in 2015. Um, oh gosh, in 2015. Uh, like mental 13. math here. I'm 25 now. So um, I've been doing it. For, yeah, I've been doing it for a while. That was like, in, and then maybe when I was like 15, I started like actually working with you know, five star recruits and things like that. But over time, you build up that credibility and that reputation and, you know, players see you as this go-to source. So um, that's been really helpful. But initially, I just wanted to make something creative. I wanted people to recognize my work. So I figured social media would be the perfect place for it. Not a bad start. And I, yep. and I knew NBA players weren't going to respond to me. And college, I tried college <laughs> players. They didn't respond to me. So I was like, I'll reach out to high school players. And then reached out to the top 100 players and started making their commitment graphics, their recruitment-based graphics. And over years and years and years and years of doing it, for basically for free for almost a decade, um, that's when I joined on three. And then, of course, the transfer portal has started to heat up and created a need for graphics in that sense as well. So how many free graphics? So from when you were 13 years old, you're just like, oh, this is cool. I can make. And what was the app you were using on your phone? Was it like some some wonky designer tool or so it was like a variety of ones they each did different things but like pixar superimpose um were like two of the main ones that i remember using and so you're you're making these free graphics for high schoolers right because you just want to yeah. be all right and are you a graphic design major at this point or are you just no, no, or no. not even you're not even thinking I'm not about college from high school you're, you're, you can't you, you can't see over the <laughs> yeah. steering wheel yet gotcha and so you just start reaching out to them 
you're doing these graphics for free, right? And then when did the storm hit that like guys started reaching out to you? So it probably took a handful of years for me to, because at first, no, you know, I didn't have a following. At first, I was just doing it off my personal Instagram, which is DMing guys, basically a copy paste message. Hey, here's what I can offer. Provide some you know, photo examples. And, you know, they would come back and say, oh, you want to do my top three colleges? Can you put the logos around me? And then after years and years of doing that, they would eventually come to me, DM me first and say, hey, I'm looking to commit to fill in the blank school. Can you make me something, something along those lines? So it took a long, long time to uh, build. And it was kind of a steady growth process. It wasn't like an overnight, you know, something happened and you get the biggest player in the world. It, it just, it was just slow. slow so, so can you remember who, who was the first athlete you made one for? And then who was the first athlete where you're like, I might have something here. This one, this was a big deal. So the first athlete that I remember making one for, um, I have no clue. I have it's way too long ago because I was gotta, just doing got, them for guys. You got to go back, Joe. You got to dig. With first, you're doing them for JUCO guys. You're doing them for D three guys. So you're not even like doing the Cooper flags of the world off day one. That you know that's just that's unattainable. But the first big uh, commitments that I remember was like Michael Porter Jr. when he committed to Missouri. Um, I'm trying to think back. Uh, like R.J. Barrett when he committed to Duke. I remember when Sharif O'Neal, Shaq's son, committed to Arizona and Shaq posted the graphic. I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, those are probably a few. I remember working with, like, Trey Young. And, of course, you know, like, even newer guys like Cade Cunningham and, um, you know, Paolo Bencaro and, you know, the list goes on. Okay, so I have a question. Transferring commitments, all that stuff is a very controversial subject. It's highly dramatic. It's very private. It's super secretive. How do you just get guys telling you, like, in confidence, hey, this is where mm -hmm. I'm thinking, and then this is where, I'm, like, you have to be one of the, one, like, you have to be in the circle of people that know. Are you, like, I've seen Meet the Fockers and stuff. Are you in the circle of trust? How does this all work? So I think it's, it's just a, it's a kind of a reputation that I've built just based on kind of like my vow of confidentiality and the credibility that I've just built over years and years. Because keep in mind, if you're 19 years old, let's say you, you went to Kentucky for a year and now you want to transfer. Well, I've been doing this for a decade. So when you were 11 or 10 years old and you had just downloaded Instagram and you saw Tipton Edits and you saw me making stuff for Brandon Ingram, then you're like, oh, Tipton's always been the guy. He's done the graphics for NBA stars that I've looked up to for years. So that's helped me a lot. Um, and just the, the players trust me. So I'm in a very unique spot. You're, you're kind of like the god. This, this is like, privileged there could be a Netflix. Info. This is, you're, you're privileged. <laughs> and you're a news reporter. That's true. Which goes hand in hand. Because I always was, you know, up until I joined on three, two and a half years ago, I was just a graphic designer. I was, of course, report when so-and-so committed here with the graphic that I made, but now it's also a job as a reporter reporting on where the kids are going to school and, you know, where they're visiting and, you know, so-and-so's transferring and all the things. So, okay. So say Sean, John's, uh, Sean wants to hit the transfer portal and find the best next NIL company. I'm just kidding. I'm Maryland till I die. <laughs> Actually, I can't even say that. I went to UConn as a freshman. Okay, so you so I'm, I'm an okay. the transfer. Never mind. So, so uh, Sean's on the club lacrosse and you only do basketball. We learn. We, you Correct. only do basketball. Yep. So Sean wants to transfer from UConn to Maryland. He sees you on Instagram. He DMs you. 
Walk us through the process. Is it like come into my office? You know, like, do you get one-on-one time with them? Free tickets? We want to know everything. Yeah. So a lot of the time I will have already interacted. If it's a, if Sean's going to UConn at a high school, then he's probably a pretty highly ranked recruit because they don't just take anyone. So I've probably already interacted. I probably already created the UConn graphic. So they already know they can come back to me for the Maryland graphic or just even the, the statement graphic to announce, you know, you know, I'm Sean, I'm, I'm transferring from UConn. Thanks Husky. Thanks Dan Hurley. Appreciate you guys. I'm out. And I could create that graphic as well. Cause that's news as well that he's transferring. And then, uh, Basically, the process is if he's already got my phone number, we just exchange numbers, um, you know, sometimes a quick call just to make sure we're all on the same page. If he already knows where he's going to school, if he says I'm going to Maryland, I'll basically say, you know, did you visit? Did you take photos in the jersey? So I don't have to Photoshop the jersey onto him, which saves a ton of time. And then he says, yeah, I got pictures in the jersey. He'll send those over. I'll start the, well, actually, I'll ask, when did you want to announce this? He'll say tomorrow at noon. And then I'll uh, create the graphic. And um, usually if I get about 24 hours notice, then I can turn it around. But yeah, and then we just figure out the details. And uh, does he want me to invite him to collab on Instagram? And player usually says yes. Or sometimes like? I, say, I want to post it on my own. And that's cool, too. And then go from there. You forgot so, my top 10 and my top five graphics, Joe. Yeah, yeah. that's in tw- hour 12. What the heck? I got to list all my schools out, man. Everything's an announcement. The transfer portal is a, it's a, it's a, it's a fickle mistress, right? And people say they want to transfer. They've committed. Oh, just kidding. No, I didn't. How often do you get caught in the middle of that where you you're like, all right, dope. Yep. We're good. Got this design made. We're ready to rock. And then you get a phone call like, Hey Joe, just kidding. Um, I found out they don't have raising canes on campus. I'm out. I'm going somewhere else. How often does that happen? College kids don't change their mind, Adam. Are you crazy? (laughs) They always stick to what they're doing. It happens not as often as you think. I think um, the unique thing about me is I think there's a mutual sense of respect between me and the player. Like I respect them and they respect me and what I do. So a lot of the time, if they are bluffing, if it is one of those things where a kid's putting out a fake statement, I'm transferring from fill-in-the-blank school, and it's really just in order to get more money from NIL you know, to retain that player, then they're just not even going to come to me because they're not going to use me to in mm-hmm. that way. Now, I haven't encountered that up to this point. Now, flash forward a few more months when the transfer portal opens for basketball, it might be a completely different scenario so probably going to be careful about that um Hmm. but uh very rarely is a player you know you know trying to in a negative way but there are players that change their mind you know there's players that have said i'm going here and then you know 12 hours before the announcement but maybe 10 percent of the time they're they're changing last second i think that's such a we, we see all these things and I know you're a reporter, but we see all these things in the media about like transfer portal and all oh, these fickle kids and blah, 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 blah. And they're screwing over recruiting processes and whatever. And it, it, I think it's interesting to hear from you. Who's, you know, one of the first people to know that sure. Does stuff happen? hundred percent. Are there edge cases? Absolutely. But for the most part, from your experience, it's like, you know, nobody's trying to screw anybody over. Nobody's trying to do anything malicious. It's just, you know, stuff changes sometimes and that's okay too, but it's so minute. I think that's, that's an interesting, interesting insight there from you. 
Joe, how do you you've you you did this for free for a long time, which God bless, um, because that's a lot of that's a lot of graphic design, right? How do you charge for it? Do you have packages? There's there like the pro plan that gives you three graphics, you know, like <laughs> give us give us the uh, give us the pricing model. So still the graphics are free. On three pays me. Wow. So I'm just accepting a salary from on three and then I just do the graphic work for free. But um, on three can break the news. But I am I work for on three, so I'm breaking the news for on three. So on three gets the exclusive or they get the, the breaking news from what I put out on my social media with an article on the on three site of when gotcha. so and so when Sean transfers from Yukon or when he commits to Maryland. So people don't even have to pay you for this. No, this is just no. part of your job. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it's such a fascinating business model. Something that no one would ever think of. And agencies, you could start multi million dollar companies that could try to replicate what you've done. And no hmm. no one would be able to do it. And that's like, I think what the beauty of what, what you've built here is you've created some white space that did not exist and it's very original and authentic and scrappy. And it's like, you've created a moat for yourself. Like, yeah, this is my reputation. There is, you know, I bet you fanatics pays millions and millions of dollars for creative editors and graphic designers and all this stuff to create all this cool shit. And a 14, 15 year old on his iPhone is able to run laps because of how authentic, original, and, 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 and like real this is. So I think what you've built is very fascinating to me. And really, when Joe, you, when you first started, if athletes were making announcements on social media, that was probably still pretty fresh. They were probably using the Notes app, just typing something out on their phone. I think what's cool is you saw that opportunity there where, okay, it's becoming a trend now where athletes have to announce on social. Okay, now I need an edit. Now I need a jersey swap. Thank God for you now. It's almost it's when players go on visits, they always take take photos but and high schoolers it, can't take pictures anymore, right? Isn't that stopping on un, unofficial, unofficial visits? Yeah, okay, yeah. so we're good. Yeah. We've got yeah. So So the bank is a little bit less. <laughs> how many how many edits are you doing a year? Like give us some metrics cuz I think it's I mean we see a thousand athletes in the transfer portal. What do your numbers look like? I don't even keep track. I don't even keep track. <laughs> I, if especially during the transfer portal season, as I call it, there's absolutely no extra time for anything. Um, so there's some days there'll be five, six, seven, eight commitments in a single day, and then you throw in a couple other guys that are entering the portal. It's kind of a nonstop. So I I don't even have a number for you. It could be five hundred. It could be a thousand. I don't, I really don't know. And now you have a team that helps you, correct? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'll, I'll have like one guy that'll help me out, especially when I'm in a pinch, who's under a, an NDA, which is very helpful to protect <laughs> me. And uh, yeah, and then he, he can, you know, you know, crank stuff out, especially during peak times. And your ass is kind of on the line. If you mess this up. One time. Have you, have you messed any of these up? Accidentally post the wrong picture. <laughs> announce the wrong thing, schedule the post at the wrong time. Um, knock on wood. Yes, yeah, knock on wood. I don't We're think I have. Not, not anything royally, like you know, not a commitment to the wrong school or <laughs> posting it an hour early or a day early. Nothing like that. Maybe you know, very no, nothing memorable. Nothing that scares me. I think back. I'm like, oh gosh, I remember that. You know, two years ago when I did this. No, nothing like that. Joe, you a little you alluded to it a little bit earlier. Earlier, you brought up NIL. 
and I'm curious because you've seen uh, the commitment era transfer portal prior to NIL, and now you've seen it the last two, three years in NIL. How have you ha- have you seen things change as it pertains to athletes and how they're going about their business, whether it's commitments or whether it's to the transfer portal? What 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 trends have you noticed in the NIL era? Yeah, there's been a major shift, especially well with college programs, but then the high school players alike. That with the high school players, they're deciding and making commitments much earlier um, than they would previously. And a lot of that is Hmm. because they're afraid they're going to lose their spot, their scholarship to a transfer to a 21 year old. That's 215 pounds that average 15 points a game in the mid major league. It's probably going to be better than you in the first one or two years. If you're not outside of the the five-star recruits. So they're committing earlier. They're not wasting time. They're not playing around. I think people, if, if they have people in their corner that is, that, that are, um, you know, want what's best for them, they're encouraging them to make a decision early, especially if that coach is one that plans to be there and that's not a, a school in the hot seat where there's risk involved there. But even with the programs, similar to what I touched on with the high school guys, they're recruiting older guys and they're taking less high school students because – you know, the transfers can make just so much more of a significant impact. It's a, it's a no brainer decision for them. So, um, okay. So Joe, you told us earlier, you only do basketball, right? You're in your niche, uh, and your coworker, I, I I couldn't recall his name. He does football, right? Yeah. Hayes Fawcett. He does. He's basically my twin, but for football, that's what I call him. Did you make him? Were you, is he like your baby Yoda? Did you, two separate people (laughs) coming from, we just, Man, I remember, because so he's a little bit younger than me. I'm 25. He's like 21, 22. He's like just graduating college. And his following and like his impact on social is like through the roof. He's got like 150,000 followers on X and they're just like going up by the day. So he's breaking all kinds of news. But so I remember seeing him, seeing his page on Instagram. And I was like, he's like getting all these like people are writing articles on this dude. And I'm like, I'm like getting jealous. Nobody's recognized (laughs) me. I don't have a Bleacher Report article. You know, like no one's done a one-on-one interview with me. I remember thinking back and now we're like, we're like buddies. We like, you know, talk weekly, especially when, since we work for the same company, but uh, he's done a great job and we kind of had similar paths in a lot of ways, but um, it's been fun to kind of watch us both grow and now work for the same company since we knew each other before we even worked for all three, before we were, you know, even, you know, having a career in this space you made a career for yourself. This did not exist, which is fascinating. Okay. He posted one. It was for a five-star recruit, Justin Scott. Did you guys see this? Mm-mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Uh, Sean, I think you were in a text thread, but Justin Scott uh, flipped his commitment from Ohio state to Miami. And in the picture, there's like bags of money. There's oh. money falling from, and it just, it was funny, but it was, we sent it to each other and we're like, Oh yeah. Like, there's money coming down from there. How <laughs> was that like in an instance like that? That's a kind of controversial picture to be posting. Any fear about doing something like that? Comedic relief? Like, I don't know, Joe, if you know the one I'm talking about, but um, I think I do. It's not something that I would do personally, just because of the assumptions that are made from that graphic. And, you know, people, you know, the average fan doesn't know like the rules in terms of they think, oh, they're cheating. He just paid him. Well, you know, we could probably make that debate depending on specific conversations, but I wouldn't, I would personally wouldn't do that. But um, it definitely, 
boost the engagement if that's something that you're you're going for because there's going to be a lot of controversy and there's going to be a lot of quote tweets a lot of shares just like you mentioned you shared it so it did something it got more <laughs> page views but that's not really probably that was a Hayes Fawcett graphic it sure yeah. was so Hayes probably didn't think anything of it there's definitely no ill intent um a 21 year old um, just trying to make a living yeah. <laughs> so, so do do the athletes get they they obviously get final say over the graphic and you like you know how much back and forth is is there or are you like no trust me this is gonna pop. So early Maybe on, revisions. I would just kind of say like, hey, tell me what you want. I'll make something work. You just give me some details. You know what do you, you know just you know tell me what you want. But then yeah. now I, especially like with transfer portal, we have no time to waste here, my friend. Just send me a photo. <laughs> I'm gonna put something together and. 97% of the time they're like, I love it. Let's post it tomorrow at, you know, 8am. So I don't have to worry about, you know, you know, specifics. So, um, I think what's interesting is our businesses are similar in that we capitalize on these special moments and we do it by being hyper local, hyper reactive and very, very organic and grassroots. One of our artists, Sean Childers came from Florida. He's 21 or his birthday's coming up. He's going to turn 22. Yeah. Um, and I, I gave a talk uh, a month ago, and I said, it's going to be scary when, you know, Gen Zers become entrepreneurs, because literally, you know, this seems like common sense and second nature to you. Um, is this, you know, you kind of created this career for yourself, but like, how has this shaped you? How has this opportunity created you? Is this what you wanted to do? Did you always want to work in sports? Tell us about like your life goals and what you're up to. Yeah, absolutely. So when I started Tipton Edits, I had no clue that it was going to turn into a career. Right? It was just a hobby. I had no, I mean, I was looking, when you're 15 years old, you're like, all right, what can I do to make the most money in the state of Alabama? You're like, oh, well, it looks like I'm going to be a radiologist. My dad, who's a nurse, is <laughs> like, you're not going to want to be a radiologist, son. You're going to go to school for 12 years. You're going to hate your life. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. We'll see. And my mom's a teacher. She's like, why don't you be a teacher? You get summers off. I was like, you don't make any money. She's like, well, <laughs> that's true. So, <laughs> so you wanted to be an artist? <laughs> so what's interesting is like I always had an interest in creating the graphics, but not like a super specialized interest in graphic design. Like never enough to um, like major graphic design and want to do it for a living. So I view it, the graphic design through Tipton Edis was kind of a uh, porthole to sports media they're in the reporting side so that's that's my passion now it's not even the graphics i enjoy it i enjoy that creative aspect of it but um the reporting is kind of what fuels me that adrenaline rush when you're gonna you know, break some news or you know this you know huge player is about to announce their college decision so that's what i love and that's kind of what i chase but i never really imagined it would have turned into a career um i had no clue i think we lost there for a second joe you back Sorry, can you hear me now? We're yep, good, we're yep. good. Um, Sean, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I was going to say, the good thing for you, Joe, is that when it comes to players committing, players transferring, uh, fan bases are always extremely uh, level-headed about those decisions that are made. I'm sure they're always understanding. And I'm sure they never blame you, Joe, right? Like, they, never, they never come at you for your involvement, right? Well, <laughs> one would like to think that. But I learned, I learned a year or two ago, I was like, I'm just going to stop reading my mentions. 
I'm going to stop reading my comment section because I know what I posted is factual and that it's true and I'm confident in my reporting. So I don't need to read what anybody else has to say to me or the young man. So I'm just going to move on to the next thing and preserve my mental health and just go on about my day. Blocking out the haters, I'm, man. I'm <laughs> sure there are some fan bases that way you're just like, oh gosh, this one's going to be, this one's going to blow up a little bit and you don't have to say them, but uh, yeah, it makes it fun. People, th this is like what, it's crazy what fans, your, your team could be the worst team in the world, uh, but one commitment, especially in basketball, where you just need one player to flip a whole thing. You look at Rutgers, Rutgers all of a sudden has, I think it's is it the number they have two top five guys coming in yeah. next year. And Rutgers is going to go from a team that's, um, I don't know, middle of the pack in the big 10 to now all of a sudden you have a ton of hope, um, which actually brings me to, I think it didn't Woj blow Ron Harper. Not is it Ron Harper? Dylan, no, Dylan Harper. Dylan. Yeah. He kind of blew his commitment. Didn't he Joe? He posted it a little bit too early. I think he did maybe three or four minutes early. Um, and I, the way Woj's tweet was worded is it was basically Dylan Harper's committed to Rutgers. He told ESPN. So Dylan did give it to him, but I think he just kind of snuck his tweet out a little bit too early. He was going to announce it, I think, on um, overtime. I think he, that's how it was going to be on Instagram Live. And I think Woj was just like, I'm not waiting. So he just <laughs> just sent it. and uh <laughs> Out of the circle well, of trust. Cause some backlash, but Joe, have you been approached by collectives or bigger organizations to try to influence recruiting? Like, hey, we can, you know, I see these three here. Can you talk to him? Can you do this? Like, yeah. What's that like? No, no. Thank goodness, okay. because I wouldn't be interested in that. Uh, that yeah. would be, I'm just not going to persuade a kid to go to Man, school. You, just, you have I'm to hands have... off until you tell me I'm going to Rutgers or I'm going to UConn or Maryland and then. Let's work. But until you, then, I don't care where you go. Your job, you have to have some thick skin and just keep level-headed to do this. Because, like, I would read every message. I would. This would not. Th would not go well for you, Stephen. <laughs> um, no. I like dropping merch for guys that. You know, but we. So this is interesting. I really just first learned about you. Kofi Coburn was one of the early athletes that we worked with. Um, and I believe you did his stuff. He, he went in the transfer portal. And I think it was, like, maybe a Kentucky, Illinois. And then he decided to come back from Kentucky. And I believe this is this was before NIL was passed or something like that. And I was like in his DMs being like, yo, like just return back to Illinois. We'll do a commitment shirt. And I didn't even know what NIL was at the time. And he's like, I can't do that, man. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and then we worked with Kofi quite a bit. Have you thought to attach merchandise to what you do to help really like make it into an experience? Or think about anything like that? My own personal merch? I don't know. Just like, what's the next level thing for you? I'm kind of always where my feet are. So, I'm, I mean, I, I think, you know, I've, you know, I'm forward thinking, but I haven't, you know, like, uh, you know, like made any big decisions like, oh, this is what I want to do next. I'm just really kind of focused on tackling like what I'm working on now. And I want to be the best at it and, you know, be the top reporter in the space and, you know, make the move to being you know, college basketball insider where maybe not graphics for coaching hires. Maybe if they request one, I don't think I would decline, but you know, that type of thing. And, uh, you know, like NBA draft, um, announcements, just kind of branching out instead of just only being recruiting. Gotcha. 
So we're polar opposites because I text Adam in the middle of the night with my next big idea four next times six a week. Big ideas. I'll actually just send him a I send him a notes app with uh, just what I'm thinking about, and you are a stable dude. And I, uh, that's hard to do at 25 years old. That takes a, a lot of resiliency. So bravo for that. I'm curious, uh, when NFTs came out, did you think we were like, oh my God, I can turn these into NFTs or anything or no? I did. I initially had that thought and then we, I worked with a company and we tried to make it work and then it just didn't really take off like we anticipated. I think it was still too early and then it appeared then i joined on three and then it was you know there was um not necessarily restrictions but it's like you work for us now like you we have you know just how how things go and um you know they said you know maybe we can do that moving forward into the future and then they basically what did they crash and i don't even hear about nfts anymore you know you know what's funny is we got into the space and we got obviously started talking to mark cuban well mark cuban was really big into nfts and so when i was pitching i was like yeah and then we can take the shirt and we could turn it into nfts and then nfts you know they probably crash i don't know seven or eight months later but mark basically said he's like nope do not touch nfts stick to being a t-shirt company and i remember i was like adam he said no to nfts and Sure enough. Best piece of advice um, ever. Best piece of advice we got there. So, Joe, I have a question for you. So, you know, you started this when you were super young. Obviously, industry has changed like crazy. You, you know, have this stable but super entrepreneurial spirit where you, you grew this, essentially created it into a career for yourself in the midst of a lot of like social change with social media, a lot of change in college sports what advice do you have for like young entrepreneurs? Yeah, that's a great question. I always say to try to do something and be unique. Um, you know, if, if someone would have said to me when I was first starting this, that you were going to have a job in this and that your hobby was going to turn into a career and it was going to be such a fluid transition process. Cause basically what I've done for a decade as a kid and just as a hobby has been just a absolutely fluid transition, what I'm doing now. So I would just say, try to do something that's unique, that allows you to stand out from the pack. Um, you know, everybody's trying to do similar things, um, you know, but nobody was else was really doing graphics. Nobody was really doing recruitment graphics, which it does help that I was kind of first in the space. So I kind of was able to spearhead it and then, you know, basically just take control of it. But um, and then, of course, relationships are everything, networking, you know, try to go to as many. I think, you know, COVID, you know, scared a lot of people from, you know, like leaving their homes. But now, you know, just kind of going out and, you know, going to events. If you're, you know, just any type of you know, conference, anywhere you can network and connect with people because that's everything. I think one of the one of the things I admire most about you, Joe, that a lot of individuals don't have have is is like just the persistent hustle to be able to dm hundreds of athletes knowing very well that most of them are going to say no and then offering your services for free to be built off relationship and trust and then not thinking like you think about the money last that was the mm -hmm. last thing like i'm surprised you don't charge for this i think you could charge a ton for this but the fact that you're not worried about the dollar you're worried about making the best possible relationships having the best experience with the athletes, creating an awesome news break, right? And the rest takes care of itself. There are very few 25-year-olds that have that same mental mindset. 
And if I were to look into a glass ball in 15, 20 years, you're going to be talking at Adobe Max telling people about what you did because mm-hmm. you wow. know, there are companies drooling over the stuff that you do and you're doing it very organically. So I probably said it again and again. We teach college students how to design and sell apparel and all of them are like, I DM 10 sororities today. It's like, go look at what this guy was doing at 13, right? That's some big energy right there. So kudos to you for that. I just wanted to have one question. I give a lot of credit to um, um Tell us real quick, brag about them for a second. Give them a couple shout outs. A lot of people don't know about them unless they're familiar with the space. But uh, yeah, give your company a, a couple a couple words. Oh, yeah. On3 has been great. I mean, like I said, they were able to turn my hobby into a career, um, especially they, they've kind of revolutionized um, you know, the coverage of, of, of sports and obviously mainly football and basketball, even with their NIL twist of things, someone else is really covering NIL in that way. And that's been huge, especially with the, the player NIL valuations and, um, being able to track NIL deals and being able to provide support to, you know, guys like you and, um, Pete, he's done an insane job. Um, you know, who would have thought there was going to be an NIL reporter? An NIL Seriously. reporter? Like, remember when DeAndre Ayton apparently got paid from Arizona and yeah. Sean Miller lost his job? Same. <laughs> and Reggie this Bush lost the Heisman. It was a thing anymore. <laughs> so Pete's transition over to the transfer portal with football has been amazing. He's killing it. Um, he had like 2,000 followers like six months ago. He's Now he's at like 10K. Um, so he's done a great job. And the whole on three team, they just crush it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's been great to watch just the growth of, of on three's coverage as well I mean, it's helpful to i'll say from from this side of the industry industry side helpful to us not just to to have those conversations but to read the content part of the most important thing when you're covering stuff as crazy as as nil and as new as nil is being able to to be a trusted source and, and know that what gets put out there it's it's going to be as accurate as it can be and uh yeah we're, we're really grateful for the work that you guys do and it's 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 a crazy time to be in college sports right now huh joe absolutely I love Adam, it. Hit, hit, hit Joe with, with the number one question. Most important question of the day, Joe. If you could sign your number one NIL restaurant deal today, who are you signing with? My Got number one NIL. Foot. You weren't ready. No, I was not. I got to think about this. My number one NIL restaurant. You know NIL this menu restaurant. like the back of your hand. This menu like the back of your hand. You could eat you could it. sell it better than anybody. I don't know if it's a national restaurant or not, but it's close to me. It's a place called Jonathan's. I it's can really confirm that is not a national restaurant. <laughs> you should you should leave Alabama more, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's the place that I would probably go with. Yeah, Jonathan. Well, what's on the menu? What do you get? Oh, it's like a bar and grill. They got everything that you could ever imagine: burgers, nice. you know, fried chicken. You know, Jonathan's on Central Time Zone in Alabama. Uh, this is fantastic. It. We're gonna have to. You. Uh, we we need to send you some care packages around the transfer portal time, um, <laughs> just like comfy sweatpants and stuff. Because yeah, uh, some late night uh, comfort food. Yeah, but Jonathan's uh, no, love it. Well, you heard it here first. Jonathan's uh, hit up Joe Tipton, Tipton Edits. Joe, I really appreciate the time. Awesome conversation. We're going to be watching you and uh, your career closely. Hopefully, we'll have you back on uh, for an update as, as things continue to shake out. Grateful for all the work you do. College students, if you're you know looking to hit up the transfer portal and you want the best graphics in the land, hit up Joe Tipton, Tipton Edits. I'm Adam. There's Steven. That's Sean Ellenby over there. This is another episode of the NIL Show. We will catch you guys next time. Hi, everybody. Adam Cook from Campus Inc. in the NIL store. 
want to say real quickly, thank you so much for listening and joining us on this journey. And as a reminder, if you ever need any custom merchandise, youth jerseys, camp t-shirts, whatever it may be, you can always find us at campus.inc. And of course, for all your NIL needs, nil.store. We're going to jump into the episode. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> 